and Skid, Ryman and Steele and HSOs on the Mavs postgame show. Live from the Jack Daniels Old Number 7 Club, inside the AAC after every Mavericks home game on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. 335 on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket. This is the hard line. We're just getting going here for today. Uh, we're getting ready to talk a little Mavericks basketball and their big game against the Sad Sack Kings last night. Get to that in the next segment. But first, what you got? You know, I think we've talked about this before, but I think it's worth bringing up again because I think we're doing a the public a service on this. Or maybe not the public in general, but a certain segment has to do with driving. And something that I just don't understand. I don't get it. And I saw it again today. And it just bugs the hell out of me. Okay. That would be, Ron, I know you're on board with me on this. People that don't yield and get the hell out of the way of emergency vehicles. Okay. I just don't understand it. I'm going down 30 today. And they're doing a lot of construction on 30. Were you on a horse? Yeah, I was on a horse. Okay. Uh, pulling a buckboard. Okay. And here comes an ambulance behind me. And it was traveling at a pretty decent rate of speed. And there was a lot of traffic on there. You know, it wasn't stopped or anything, but it was a lot of traffic to where this thing needed to get over. So I immediately, I see it in my rearview mirror, and I immediately get over. And there was a car in front of me that just didn't yield. Just didn't yield. Ambulance was right behind it. And there was people on the other side. Well, what can they do? They can't do a lot. You know, they're where they're supposed to be. But here's this car, just tooling around. Big fat lady in it. <laughs> just sitting there driving around. And there's an ambulance. Probably somebody, that, probably somebody that needs medical attention. And doesn't that just drive you guys nuts? And oh, I see it all the time. I just don't understand it. When you look up in your rearview mirror. Well, she probably didn't know what, what to do. How about get over is there are lights, is I mean, there are lights behind you? Let me tell you something. Well, yeah, you know that, and I know that, but not everybody does. How? How can you not know that? Do then, you have then, a license? Then you know what? If you, if you have a driver's license, it should be revoked immediately. If you don't know when you look in your rearview mirror, are you taking up for these people, Ron? No, no, I'm not taking up for them. Aren't you? This, no. When you look in your rearview mirror. I'm just saying that there are those people out there that don't know what to do. Sounds to me like you hate the ambulance drivers. Yeah, and love the fat. When you, when you, look, in, when you look in your rearview mirror and you see lights, you need to get over. Well, I'm freaking out sometimes because I don't know. Sometimes you can't get anywhere. You can't Here, go okay, anywhere. Right, here's the deal. I understand that. When you don't know where, where uh, or there's a situation where you can't get over. Like at a red light? This right here, there was plenty of room to get over, and she could have gotten over, and she just didn't. And the, the ambulance was, was blocked for probably a mile. And a mile could mean somebody's alive. Sure. Inexcusable. Oh, it drives me nuts. It just drives me crazy. The fat woman has trouble driving. Big Here we fat go. lady. <laughs> the man who hates the fat lady more than anybody in the world. I'm just saying. Cobra. He's right. Count them on, on your fingers as far as, as when you see like a, some sort of stupid traffic move. Odds are it's a fat lady. He's right. Oh, yeah. One of the reasons why she has trouble driving is because fat people usually have short arms. And they have to hold those arms up. And the arms have a lot of fat on them. They're very heavy. 
<laughs> and? So are you saying once they get in the steering wheel in a certain position, it's got to stay there for a while? So are you saying there should, be, there should be a weight limit on driving? There should be a I weight limit. For, I don't think it would be a bad idea. There should be a weight limit for living. Oh, my God. Wow. If you're a lady. Hey, he's right. Oh, right. Obesity's growing at Did epidemic. you guys not see our, our, uh, the dude who's in charge of fat people talk the other day? Tommy Thompson? Yeah. No, I didn't see the dude who's in charge of fat people. That was I'm not his, sure title. That's his title. Dude of Health and Human what, Services. What did he say? He goes, listen, as a country, we are fat. And we got to do something about it now. And he's talking about that fat ass that you saw that blocked the ambulance. Right oh, that there. drove me crazy. Man, I drove up beside her. You fat ass! And just gave her a go to hell look. Like, you know what? I hope you didn't just cost somebody their life. Mm -hmm. Because you're being an idiot. Just get over. That's all you have to do. When you see those lights, get over. Let the ambulance by. They she need by. Looks at you as she dips her fried mozzarella stick into a thing of ranch on her dashboard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Carefree way. Drives me crazy. And something else about driving that's been, that I think is becoming a huge problem. I thought it was, and then I read an article on the internet about it, and apparently it's becoming a huge problem. Have you guys noticed that you can't drive around without catching somebody in their car watching TV? The I don't TV see that has much. become a giant. Well, see, oh, I see it all the time. I going drive down central. On, I drive on thirty every day from, yeah. from here to Arlington. You mean a guy driving watching Oh, TV? yes. Oh, yes. How? Where's the TV? never see that. Well, up it, by your rearview mirror. Where they are, they're on, your, they're on the, um, the, yeah, the, the mirror. Kind of right above that on the, uh, the overhead console in an SUV. Night, Isn't that against night, the law? Yes, it's against the law. The other night I'm driving home. Well, you see it a lot in, in the back seat. But now they're becoming more and more common in the front seat. So the other night I'm driving home. Of course, it's dark. And this guy in a real nice, I think it was like a Mercedes, real nice Mercedes, and I'm, I'm watching him, and he's like watching TV. He's the only one in the car, and he's looking over on the, at the, the passenger side. He's watching TV. Mixing in a little Rockford Files on his way home. I don't know what it was, but he was watching it. <clears throat> and they had, a, they had a, an article in the Washington Post that um, there's a problem with a lot of people are watching X-rated films. That's, happen that's happening here. And what? I've seen it, too, after a Mavericks game. Got four brothers in a big old Escalade, and they're just checking them out some porn. In the back, though. I've never seen it's that. It's on, invisible to the public. I mean, there's a little kid standing next to you it. You know, when you're driving down the road, you know, you can see what's on TV. You know, yeah. most of the time, it's it's kids watching TV in the back seat, and they've got Finding Nemo or, Barney. you know, some, yeah, Barney. But apparently, according to this article, that there's a lot of people that are checking out porn. Is that legal? It's not illegal. The only thing that's illegal is to watch TV or a film or whatever while you're driving. You're not supposed to do that. That is so crazy. Well, did you make a citizen's arrest when you saw this happen? No, I did not. You didn't. Didn't, didn't really bother me. You didn't, kind of, you didn't lasso his rearview mirror from your from you didn't your horse. Spur the horse and just haul ass up it, next to it. It kind of amused me to tell you the truth. I mean, because I'm sorry. <laughs> when you're in a car, you don't need to be watching TV. No, you don't. I mean, do you? Am I wrong on this? I mean, can't you wait to get home? There's a lot of things you don't need to be doing when you're in a car. Do you have a TV in your car? No. I would not have one. I do. You do? Yeah. And the one that I'm driving right now. Does it ever get used, though? Never. I, 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 I don't you have to have kids. What it, it, it's not a TV. It's a just a screen, and I've got the DVD player in there. I've never used it. 
Because parents swear by that, so to shut their kids up. And it's in the back seat. Yeah. So and you've they, never seen you it. Know, when I picked it up from Trophy Nissan, they said, hey, by the way, you got a DVD? And I'm like, oh, it's great, but I don't know how to use it. <laughs> Plus, I don't think anybody's ever sat in the back seat of my car, so. Well, I bet they have. Mm -hmm. No, they really haven't. I think you use the cargo area for that, don't you? Lay down in it, maybe. No, I don't think that's happened. Matter of fact, I know that hadn't happened. Oh, it will. But the TV in the car. Shouldn't happen. It's just crazy. And, you know, they have the new deal now. I, I believe it's like the new Cadillacs that have the, in the back seats, you know, the headrest for the, on the front seat. They're, they're like, that's where the video monitors are going now. I mean, it's pretty neat. Like an airplane now. Yeah, they're making it now where they can put a small screen on your rearview mirror or your side mirror. They can make them that small. You don't need them. Isn't the no, telephone No, it's absolutely unnecessary. Have they banned the telephone yet? Didn't that Florida? I think in New Jersey they did. That's going to be a law in Texas before long. You know what? It should and be. And it should be a law. There, we should not, I'm especially a big women. I'm a big offender of that, too. I mean, I'm constantly doing that. And talking you know on the phone as I'm driving. And you shouldn't do and that. And you can catch yourself making stupid decisions. You know? Now, Ron, you've got, you've got the headset. Right. The hands-free. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what everybody needs to go to. I wish I had one of those. Now, th that won't be illegal. No, well, no that's, hands what they, freeze that's, what, that's what they want you to do. They want everybody to have a headset. Ryder's got a cool one. I mean, Bl I saw you when you pulled in yesterday. You had on your Bluetooth? black shades. Is that what your, it is? And your little... Your Navy SEAL. Well, you look like you were just about to take off in an F-16 yesterday with those glasses hey, on. it works good, too. I know. I wish I had one. It has like a little Garth Brooks mic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that's what it has. It's great. Well, I don't know if I can do that. Why? You better. Snake. Of course, I mean, you've got like a two-minute commute to work anyway. Corner. Right. Right. But the TV in the car? Yeah, I mean, come on. Runs, do we really need TV No, in the no, car? we don't. Do we need that? That, that? that should be illegal. It is definitely dangerous and unnecessary. Now, have you had, this, frivolous. Have you had to now, talk you got, with your daughter about phone usage in the car and all that when she's driving around? Now I certainly 16? have. You know, now, if you've got young kids and you're going to go on a long trip, that's probably a pretty neat deal to have. I mean, face it, when I was a kid... Get a long TV trips, in the car. Yeah. Long trips were like a beating. So I can understand where families, you know, plug in a DVD and the kids are in the back seat. No, I, that's cool. But a guy driving down 30, you know, he, he, he doesn't need to be watching The Office over there on a DVD. You know, whatever he was watching. It just doesn't need to happen. And you see it more and more and more. My parents ground up Percocet in our tang. We went right to sleep. I recommend it. Smart. Tang. <laughs> Remember my dad, when we'd go on the long trips, and I'd start the, how long before we get there? Mm -hmm. He would always, he measured everything in naps. He'd say, well, about two more naps. <laughs> we'll be there. In other words, get to sleep and shut up. Let's have a pterodactyl fly through. Okay, here's what I've got to say to the P1. If you see a flashing lights, get over and don't watch TV while you're driving down the road. That's my public service announcement, Ron. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. The hammer. The hammer. That's the hammer. All right, let's get into a little Mavericks basketball and their big night against the Sad Sack Kings last night. Next here on The Ticket. The Ticket. Over the weekend, I was gone with the uh, the youngest, and uh, he had a tournament down there in Houston, and so it was a big uh, big Saturday Sunday event. We got there Friday night, and 
gone all weekend, got back late uh, yesterday, and he's wiped out. I mean, absolutely wiped out. I'm wiped out, so I can't imagine, you know, what he was like. So, last night he was like, do I have to go to school tomorrow? And I'm like, yeah, you got to go to school tomorrow. And then he goes, I've hardly got a chance to watch any basketball. I really want to watch some basketball tomorrow. Yeah. Now, look, I'm not an idiot. I know that watching a lot of basketball for him means I'll drop in, I'll watch the first half of something, I'll go play video games, I'll come back down, I'll watch some more. He's not sitting there for eight hours from 11 a.m. until, you know, whatever time watching basketball. But he did want to watch the OU game, which started at one forty, Right. And uh, he was wiped out, and Over I'm like, two. he's in fifth grade. Yeah, I'm right. Just, I'm sorry. Hey, come on. That was unnecessary. Uh, that hurt. I'm taking shots. Yeah, yeah. It's only been an hour, a couple yeah. hours old. <laughs> we really thought we had Gonzaga on the ropes. And so I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I, I, if you want to watch basketball, that's fine. I, and you're in fifth grade. What? what are we going to look back at this day in 30 years and say, Remember that day he missed fifth grade yeah, on a is, Monday? This is why he missed his ceiling as a human. Right, yeah. right. And so I really don't care. And to be honest with you, if there were kids who were you know wanted to watch Texas Tech on Friday play at 1 o'clock, their parents are really into it, the kids are really into it, and they want to stay home and watch that game, skip school, I have no problem with it. But I'm wondering how long that leash is. I think the tournament is a really special entity um, when it comes to that. And I remember as a little kid, I would have killed and died yeah. to sit at home and watch those games. And we would come home at lunch in high school. We were out, we had off-campus lunch. We would bust ass home to watch 30 minutes of it right? before we had to go back. Um, I think opening day... Opening day is probably the number one on the board, right? If you, But you got to go to the game. Right? Mm -hmm. You hear that all the time. It's not, you can't get the day off from school if you're just going to watch the game on TV, right? It has to be an event that you're going with your dad or your friends or whoever it is. Yes. Right? Yeah. You can't get off for just wanting to watch it on TV. I don't know about that one. That's interesting. Probably not. I guess it depends how into it they are. I think you got to go. Probably. Because, I mean, look, you're not going to go to one of these games unless there are games next door at the AAC that you're really into. No, And that'd but be cool. Don't you think there is a uh, a, a Ranger family that, that loves their Rangers that maybe also doesn't have the budget or the access to opening day tickets in, in a normal year? That family has to exist. And maybe uh, little Johnny wants to watch uh, his, the first game. Because the Rangers are still in first place. But what if the opening day, because typically, let's say it's a 1 o'clock start, so maybe you do a half day, you get picked up at 11 or something like that. Yes. Now, my thing, I have to admit, I I do have a problem as a dad thinking about the worst-case scenario because we were joking a moment ago about he's not going to uh, live a fulfilled life if he skips one day of school to watch Oklahoma and Gonzaga, but I'll you know honestly when when things are being pitched to me as dad, I do kind of think about 
what's at stake here. And that's probably a failing of mine, but... What do you mean, what's at stake? Well, if you're missing school... Yeah. And I walk in the room, and you're playing Xbox instead of watching opening day, that might trigger Dad just a little bit. Yeah. Like, if you sold me a bag of lies... Yeah, I know. ...to get out of school... And you got played. Yes, basically, if I got played... Like uh, you know, like like the most simplistic authority figure possible in your life. But if you're shooting straight with me, and Dad, I got to watch this Champions League game too. Because I'll be honest, uh, this past December I had a vacation day, and I I jimmied them so that I could watch Liverpool in the Champions League. Nothing wrong with that. That's your choice. I know it's my choice. You got a vacation but, day. But if I am doing this at the age of forty-eight. I should understand that a kid's version of a vacation day is working pops once in a while for the green light. It feels valid to me. Well, and, you know, I left at halftime of that game, of the OU game today, and he was sitting on the couch, and they were down by whatever at half, 10, 12. And I'm like, you know, you're going to finish this one out? Then they got down by like 18 pretty early in their 16 or something. Right. There's no way he finished that out. No. There's no the way. The second you close the door to go to work. Now, Mom did tell him, too, hey. He's doing air guitar in his underwear. Slide across the floor. Mom did tell him, look, you got to go with me to get your brother from school, who, by the way, was not aware that his little brother was going to get to skip oh, school. Oh, no. Yeah. They, yeah. So they go to two different places, yeah. and he wasn't really aware. He knew he was tired. But the other one would have appreciated, he would have stayed home and watched basketball. Yeah. The older one would have. Right. Had he known that was an option. Um, but I don't know of any other... I mean, look, we we have Hookie Palace. There, there's a reason we call that Hookie Palace for years and years and years. Totally. Where people would leave work. And are they honest with their bosses about leaving work and going to Hooters and having Probably. a couple of beers and eating 10 pounds of wings? Probably not. Right. So we we work these lies, yeah. Whether they're lies or not, sure. The these kind of weird Half truths, truths. Yeah. yes, yeah. I can't be in the meeting. Why? I have an appointment. What's the appointment? It's a nine thirty tea time. Exactly. Now, would you let your kid? If your kid was a huge golfer, and he's like, Dad, it's a Masters, Dad. Yeah, or the U.S. Open when it's on from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. <laughs> I would attempt to at least get away with the, I'm going to DVR it for you, and then you can watch it when you get home. I would try that, but it depends how hard they work me. I don't, you know, here's the weird thing, and, and people probably don't believe this, but I have zero, I have three kids, I have zero sports-obsessed kids. So these are interesting scenarios you're pre- presenting me with. The only equivalent I have to it is like we took a football road trip and got him out of a couple days of school to go watch Green Bay and Chicago on a Thursday night a couple years ago. And he loved And of it. course, they absolutely loved the fact that they got the vacation during a school year. Yeah. But that's a little different than just one day off for a for a noon start. For something, but, but I, I but I think that makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, I I hope parents are willing. If you have the uh, the means, if you have the time, to take the kids out for a day, 
right. or two or whenever because it doesn't matter. I caught myself not too terribly long ago um, because my kid forgot about a social studies test. Like, forgot. And then on the night before, um, he figured it out, and then he didn't bring his book home with him, and so he had no way to, no way to study. None. And I start yelling at him. Fifth grade. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I go, this is... Uh, this kind of crap I'm talking about, and he makes good grades. So I'm like, you know, is it that hard to follow the rules? <laughs> People are going to start, you know, caring about your grades. This is how your life is going to be based. I right. start saying you're not going to make it in the NBA. Right. Like I lay everything out on the table. You know, like this is real life here. Yeah. And he's like, Dad, colleges aren't going to come look at a fifth grade social studies test. Wow, little Corby mm. fires like, back. Touche. And then I'm like, no. well. Okay. You're right, but that's not the point. Yeah. Yeah, I I grew up in a household that wasn't light lightened up. Everything was the end of the world. So I kinda like being lightened up dad a little bit, but it doesn't take many zeros to to uh trigger old dad into you know, you're not gonna be living here when you're twenty five. Right. You need to go out and do something with your life. How about the snow day that's not a snow day? Meaning, it's snowing, and there's enough snow to goof around, but school is happening. Are you willing to pull the plug on school and say, you know what? Go have fun. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah, that feels like a big one. No, I, I, I certainly haven't done that, but... We also don't have many opportunities to do it, do we? No. Because they close at the drop of a hat here. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's going to be windy tomorrow. I know dads who have jacked with their kids that have gone up to their... They knew that school was happening, and they'll go up... Because, you know, that was always the thing when we were little was you would find out at 6 in the morning. The schools would call... I don't even know. How would we know? Was there a voice recording or something? Uh, There's no computers or anything. I would uh, pop on the news. Yeah, it was always the TV, pop, the scroll. Pop on the right. uh, the CBS or, whatever. Right. or the radio. The morning, the morning show. We knew, or I knew dads that would go to their kids' alarm clocks, and it would be 7 in the morning, and they would jack it to 10 in the morning. So the kids would roll over and look at it when they woke up and think, ah, no school. I slept in. Dude. Yes, and then they'd go up there and pull the covers off and be like, yeah, I was just jacking with you. You're going to school. Oh, that's sorry. <laughs> that is sorry. Can't do that. No, no. But I think that there is something to the... Because we beat kids down so much with school and homework, and it's not like when we were kids. And it, it, homework, there's so much more. Right. I mean, I thought that I got a good education growing up in my little... Arlington public school system that I went to and I still do I think that we were educated well without having just an inordinate amount of homework it seems like now that homework is so over the top that these kids do need a break and something that they can hang on to and sink their teeth into where they get basically a free day that is unexpected that if you again if you're not working and you know you got parents home that are going to be there or you're working from home, give them a day. Yeah. Just give them a random day to 
stick around. And I get it. This past year has been so crazy with COVID. You're sick of having them around. And I'm certainly in that camp, too. But in general, if they want a day off to watch a little basketball. I was going to say. Or a day off to watch a little opening day. I remember as a kid, the random Wednesday or Thursday Brewers day game. Yeah. You would go. And not only were, did you feel like you were getting over on all the kids at your school, but you would also be getting over on literally everybody because nobody would be at those games, and you kind of felt like you had the stadium to yourself, but it's still a game, and this is really cool, and it's daytime. Though you know when you yeah. when you leave, it's still light out, and you're home for dinner, and it's so yeah. I, I those would, are magical days. I would support taking your kid to a uh, a midweek day game where they have to skip school just on principle of that's that's what a dad's supposed to do once in a while. Totally agree. Well done. A little dad life, if you will. Yeah. Well done. Why not? The ticket. All right. It's quarter after five. It is Tuesday, and that means it is time for the rotating Bob's World presentation. This one takes us back to our series on the great state of Texas. In fact, don't we have a theme song for this? I think we do. Now, it's not the one you think it's going to be, and it's also not the other one that we promoted last week, uh, because I think we need uh, Danny for both of those. So uh, we're going to... We're going to hold those, but guess what? We have more shows planned. Mm-hmm. However, today I do want to return to my vacation and return to, let's see, what did they call it on the show? Hold on. Hold on. We can do this. The Chihuahua Desert. Yeah. Did you Rough. ever think of that area as the Chihuahua Desert? I had to look it up and see what they meant by the Chihuahua Desert uh, because... The Chihuahua Desert is a pretty nebulous term, meaning really that entire block of land that ties Texas and Mexico together, and New Mexico for that matter. Yes, yes. That's that entire region, and if you want to look at it as, in its entirety, it is incredibly homogenized. It is, as far as the eye can see, the exact same terrain. It sure is, and it's not pleasant. Well, anyway, uh, there was a day, not the day we fired guns and not the day we played golf, but the other day, uh, Cowboy Tom, uh, I said to him, hey, uh, we're thinking of going on a hike in the uh, state or the national park, and he said, well, you can, but how'd you like to go on a hike on our property where the Naked and Afraid show just shot an episode? And I said... So you're saying we don't have to be in a car for uh, three hours today? We can just, like, hop in walk. your truck and walk over to this hike? And you're saying a a uh, a big-time show, in quotation marks, uh, just shot an episode right here? Let's go. So he took us out back, I don't know, half-hour drive maybe on the property and said, let's get out here. And we crossed a creek and, uh, you know... Okay, look out for that. Oh, you don't, there's prickers in there. Make sure you don't, okay, now over here. Okay, so right here is where the two people camped. And then over here is where this guy was able to catch a snake. And then he went back into that canyon and he'd actually go swimming in there. And I'm like, naked and afraid, you say. When did, when did this air? He said, it airs next week. 
So, for this episode of Naked and Afraid... Had you seen one before, by the way? I have never seen this show before. Okay, I've seen it a couple times, and we did a segment on this in the last couple of years when the the show first came out. This is season 12, Corby. Oh, God, I can't believe they've had... It's got to be like Dancing with the Stars, where there's a couple of seasons every year. You know, I don't. I don't know. Um, I, I, I guess the title tells you what it is. Yeah, they drop you. They pick a place in in the world, and they will drop a man and a woman. They meet. Uh, they're doing an interview in the back of a pickup truck as they're driving down whatever road, getting ready to meet their partner for the next two weeks or three weeks. And you get out of the truck. You take all of your clothes off. You walk out into a pasture or you walk through the Amazon, you walk through the Chihuahua Desert and you meet each other completely nude and then it is your job to stay alive for the next 14 days or 21 days. In this case, it was 21 days in the Chihuahua Desert. Now, the concept of meeting a complete stranger completely nude is is enough to make my head short circuit just a little bit. Yeah. Hey, how's your prostate? <laughs> there's a there's there's a lot of uh, I guess opening night jitters of uh, meeting somebody. I suppose that if you do it completely nude, uh, you fast forward that probably so situation quickly. And and frankly, I doubt the idea of hey she's nude or hey he's nude even crosses your mind for very long, because let's be honest. There's nothing terribly attractive about the situation you're in and what you're up against. This is what I don't understand about Naked and Afraid. I kind of especially think it would be the same show with a nice loincloth, if you don't mind me being a prude. Exactly. Okay, not even, I'm sorry. I didn't that's mean exactly to... where I was going, is that if you just let them wear underwear... Or a bikini, like basically survivor clothes. Yeah, because as you see in this episode... The woman, she bails. She appears to be at a strategic disadvantage. Because bugs are getting in her thing, and she can't handle it. And she found that incredibly unpleasant, and so did I. Yeah, I mean, you, you can leave. I was like, get out, get her out, leave. Three days in, she leaves because the bugs are just killing her. What are you doing here? And it's funny because they always set these things up with the same, you know, it's this typical voiceover guy. They will be spending, Ann and, and John will be spending the next 14 days in the Chihuahuan Desert where snakes run wild, including, but not limited to. And then they'll show you, like, the foremost deadly snakes in the area. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll show you the bobcats that are going to eat you. The, the mountain lions. The mountain lions, yeah, of Sorry, course. George. Uh, they'll show you the um, the boars, the wild boar that run in that area, you know, and, and they go through, like, and if you can somehow escape this and make it 14 nights, then you will be... The winner of Naked and Afraid, and uh, you know they build up the. the and this one was twenty-one, just to yeah, be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this is this three was, weeks. This was three weeks where you go out there with nothing but a smile and, I guess, a pot and to boil water and something to start a fire, maybe, and maybe like a Swiss Army knife. Yeah, I think. that sounds awful. Yeah, you have nothing. You and you, you know, you have no food. You have to catch your own food, and you know the guy. He, the first or second day, he grabbed a snake that was slithering around. And look, if you're not familiar with the terrain down there, when you say the Chihuahuan Desert, it is that. It, it's not It's not a desert like you think of in cartoons where it's just sand everywhere. It's 
It's cactus. It is prickly bushes left and right. I, I swear to you, everything that grows out there has an incredible defense shield known as thorns, prickers. Like, there's nothing. There's a few trees by the water that appear to be just trees. So you were in that actual spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And I'm telling you. They're, okay, so so the girl taps out within three, four days. Yes. And she was miserable the whole time, and she was honestly making the show unwatchable. And I definitely sympathize for her privates because uh, they were being uh, infiltrated. At the same time, she was bringing the morale down of every viewer and definitely the poor dude who had never met her before. Now... We all understand that part of survival is uh, keeping morale up and also part of being in a relationship with the uh, fair uh, gender is that you're going to have to put up with a few things, but it's okay because you love her and you adore her. She's the mother of your children, whatever the case may be. You, you have a, uh, we have a relationship. You have a relationship that allows you to put up with complaining, and she puts up with yours. And, you know, that's I guess that's part of love is you put up with each other. He's never met this girl before. She starts sobbing within two hours of being there. Yeah. And it did not stop two for four hours? straight days. That Dude, was, that was it? I've Dude. never seen less she mental supposed to be there 21 results. days? Did she claim to be? Dude, I can, handle, I can handle anything. Oh. I was homeless for two years. You know, all this stuff. And I'm a fighter, and I'm a survivor, and all this. Yeah. You might be, but you wanted out the second you landed. I mean, think about, though, getting dropped off. Forget the nude part. Uh, your your privates. Think about walking in that area barefoot. Barefoot. Oh, it can't be done. I don't understand. I, that's why I was like, man. So did Cowboy Tom tell you that he tried to teach these people some things? Yes. Uh, he, he tried to teach them basically how to make sandals out of a yucca plant. And uh, I think late in the episode, you can actually see the dude wearing something on his feet on his walk out. Yeah, but they never covered but that. But they never covered that. And he also said... Because I said, is this show completely legit? He said, mostly. He did want to point out, though, that they, you know, all of their cutaway shots occasionally show animals to kind of give you the feeling like they're in, you know, never ending danger, which, by the way, they probably are. But he said, they showed a warthog. We don't have warthogs out here. <laughs> Where do they get that? So, Put some stock footage in yeah, there. Yeah, so I don't, you know, otherwise, Elephant. otherwise, he's like, yeah, it's legit. Uh, now, there is a camera. It's miserable to be out there. Just like a lot of these shows, you know, some of these shows, you're filming yourself while these, and they edited everything. But this is, there's someone behind a camera. Yes. All right. And so that's a little bit fishy, but whatever, dude. You're out there for 21 days. I don't care if there's a cameraman or not. Yeah, it sucks to be in that that area, and they did it in the summer. Yes, because it was 110 at, at, during the day, and then 45 at night. I can't imagine. I can't imagine what they went through. But anyway, the dude basically was drinking it up. He was like, "Come at me, bro. I can do this. This is not that hard." Now he lost. 42 pounds? 32. 32 pounds. Yes. And he didn't have 32 pounds to lose. No, he was a lean, muscular dude. So it looked like he had basically a big snake that he had to share with the girl. And then he no caught Then he caught a little <laughs> snake later in the episode. They're saying he might have ingested 
3,000 calories over the course of 21 days or something like that, which is about a little more than what you should have in a day. He was eating, the main food source that he had was the, um, I can't remember what they called it, like the base of a cactus, inside the cactus. He would eat that. And he said it was awful. It was terrible, but it gave you a little bit of calories, yeah. And like, he caught a little snake in one of those tiny creeks, and... uh, they said the caloric equivalent would be two chicken nuggets. That's right. And that and, and that is basically... That's what he had for the last two and a half weeks, probably, right? I, well, no, you couldn't live off that. I mean, he, he kept eating the, the cactus okay, and things yeah. like that. But I think the only things of substance that he ate the entire time were the, the, the one snake, which was big, and then the smaller one that he caught. Yeah, and people might say, you know, if I was out there, I'd kill one of those wild hogs. Here's the problem. Those wild hogs run into those thorns, and you're naked. Yeah. So how are you going to chase them through a a, a series of thorn bushes? Because that's where they hide. I don't know how you get in there. I laughed my ass off because this guy was like, you know what I'm going to do? And he was, like, carving his spear. You know, he's got one point on the top and then four points on the bottom. He's like, I need this because when I pin the hog down, I'm like, you're not going to catch a hog. We're going you, you're not going to be able. I don't care if you were wearing, you know, Mike, your your Jordan All Stars. <laughs> you're not catching a hog out in this environment with a spear. With a spear, I bet you he might and be able to. Don't you? If he no, had low energy, absolutely not. Those things well, are so yeah, fast. I'm, I'm just saying, if you're giving him shoes and jeans now, well, I, I don't know about jeans either, but <laughs> I just don't think that the, those those they don't want to be around people. No. And so if you get near them and they can sense you and smell you and all that, they're going to run. And guess what? Guess what your spear does to the hide of one of those boars? Yeah, that's true. It snaps in two, and wonder, then he's going to eat you. Wonder if you could set a trap somehow. It looked miserable. Uh, the episode is called Sand Trapped. I won't even guess why they named it that. Actually, I think I know. But it's uh, the episode four of Naked and Afraid on the Discovery Channel. And, uh, start going down the wormhole of other naked and afraids when they go to like I started on one on Ecuador last night. Really? After that one, yeah, dude, it's they're not bad depending on where you, the location that you get. Like this is one of the more, as far as just beauty goes. Yeah. Um, this was kind of they they wanted it to look desperate and desolate and ugly, even though that 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 area there is not. It's really pretty. Yeah. But then you, you. No, you don't want to be out there though. No, hell no. But you juxtapose that with like going to Ecuador and going to Bolivia and going to Alaska. It's spectacular. Yeah. So. Wild. Yeah. It's Quite cool. a show. So they were in Texas and uh, you can check it out if you want or you can avoid it. It's on demand. We, we watched it for you. Oh yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Up next, let's talk to Derek Harper about all things Mavericks and beyond. Next.